everybody, and welcome to Comment Section. This is episode 19, which 19. if we were in Canada, it would be legally able to drink. Yes, could but you this, imagine? Yeah. Like, like the pot, your laptop just starts swaying. We got another. Uh, we got another. We got another good hour fifteen or so to fill. If you want yes. to keep going, I mean, I went through the whole thing. Yeah, maybe I could do the unwanted answers one later. But yeah, but yeah, this this podcast isn't even based in Canada for no. now. So um, maybe one day. Maybe I would love to visit Canada. Yeah. Did you know in Canada? Because I went there one time and did not have any fun. But <laughs> uh, nothing against Canada. Nothing At least against I... Canada. It's just how. If you can YouTube Niagara Falls, there's no reason to go there. It's, that's a beautiful Just sentiment. Saying. Who cares about nature? Yes. Uh, I mean, if I can Google... Our our blinds are closed right yes. now. There's no need to look out We don't need that. the it's disgusting It's sun. one of the first days of sun of yes. the year, and we don't need it. I mean, once you can Google Maps something or Google Image, there's no point in visiting. It's a beautiful time we're living in. But I went to Applebee's, and instead of Pepsi, they have Coke there. I, I wouldn't have even been able to tell you what they would have here. i mean i was shocking like yeah i couldn't get mountain dew i had to sell for sprite i'm so sorry <laughs> i mean it was 2004 so it's been a while but yeah i well, just i just remember that that's two, my one memory two, two things i remember of being in canada one they have a different it's something else that it like when you say coleslaw it's refers to something else there it's like this green stuff i don't like coleslaw period i think it's one of the most disgusting food abominations <laughs> ever but that's just something i learned the other thing is that ranch like ranch isn't like a thing like i asked for i was at a kfc and i asked <laughs> for a ranch and they looked at me weird for a second and then i was like barbecue sauce like i just I had to think of yes. a different sauce <gasps> oh this just brings back a memory <laughs> so in Canada, to get in, they will randomly search cars to check. Yeah. Guess whose van <laughs> got checked? So, you know, we have to go, and for some reason, we are there, and there's, like, bikers everywhere because they're <laughs> being checked, and people who are clearly trying to sell drugs. And, like, they're going through our van, making sure, I don't know what they were looking for, but I just remember... Oh my god, I have Captain America comics. Oh no. In a clear backpack where you can see, because 2004. Remember, I was a fan of Captain America before any of you, but. Yep. But I'm just like, oh my god, what's, what's gonna happen if they find them? Oh, oh, we're gonna burn them. Are, are, you can't are, they, enter. are they gonna be like, is Viva la Canada? <laughs> just rip it uh, up. Yep. That is how, yep. That sounds like. That sounds like Canadians. If we have uh, even a single. I know our entire fan base is in Canada, yes. so I do apologize. Nothing. One day, I we'll... think you have a better. I'm gonna say I think I think they have a better flag. Yes, I think they have a better flag than ours. Ours is too complicated. Yeah, it's that... hard to draw. Like little kids doing projects, it's hard. Yep. I mean, you just yeah. Does it even have a? They have the red. It leaf, has, but does it have the border? Red, it has two red lines on the sides. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that like a reference to France or some country? I, uh, who, who cares? But, um, yes, there's not the time to I talk think, about. This. I think we need our spinoff podcast that's all about flags. Yes. We'll have to save it for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
We talk about news. Yeah. Contrary, like, it's actually, it's honestly insane how little we talk about yes. news on this new news podcast. Uh, you wouldn't expect it. You'd be expecting, like, <laughs> something like, Hello, this is Wolf Blitzer on CNN. And today's topics, Ben Affleck once again says he <laughs> might not be Batman. Yep. What's going on with Venom? Is Spider-Man in there? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so let's get out all the non-news things and just get them out of the way. The Dark Knight Rises is is bad, right? Yes. And um, uh, also, um, Ben Affleck's probably not going to be returning yes. as Batman. <clears throat> Spider-Man Homecoming killed me inside. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, I guess... You yeah. are. We've heard about how you ha- were wrong about Annabelle creation. Yeah, that's that's that is another thing is being completely wrong about uh, franchises. We'll have to see. There, there finally, there finally was. I, oh gosh, I'm gonna <laughs> accidentally say news. I think there was a trailer for that Slenderman movie that I bashed <laughs> in like the first episode or something. That's by my luck. That's gonna turn out to be good somehow. <laughs> but um, is the trailer good? I didn't. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. That's how little faith I have in it. But <laughs> I guess I should really have more faith. Maybe considering how wrong I am. But since last time I started with the news, why don't you just go right ahead? Oh, don't right. even need a coin flip. You can just start off with the news. All right. So <laughs> you are like a polite vampire. <laughs> yes. I, that's what I strive to be—a yes. polite vampire, just like that so one. Then start with the news. Yes. <laughs> Always remember, if it throws you. Oh wait, never mind. You can listen to that unwanted answers episode. So. Oh yeah. All right. Well, guys, mm, lots happened with the DC Extended Universe. Oh, we did a whole episode about it, saying what they should do. Yep. Did and they listen to us? Wrong. Did they listen to us? No. Maybe they did for Cheetah, but uh, nope, they did not. All right. So I have a whole bunch. Of news, I could. I almost was thinking about dividing them up. But why not just have them all as one? Just, just, just let's just fuse it. We will. Amalgamize. I will read them off, and then we can talk about each one. All right. All right. Previously on comments section, Justice League is a box office failure. Yep. Shazam has begun filming. One year after Matt Reeves was hired as Batman director, there's still no script. We and also one year later, we don't know who the next Batman is. Joss Whedon has left Batgirl. Flashpoint gets vacation directors and two of the six Spider-Man Homecoming writers, um, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, to possi- poss- as possible directors. <laughs> oh boy. WB wants Michael Bay direct Lobo. Is apparently have. And is apparently having him giving notes on the script. So, wow. Whew. Sometimes Um, you look at the DCU and just like, how could it get any worse? Yeah, I didn't know some of those, and I'm kind of, uh, I don't even know where to begin. All right, let's start with this now. Shazam has begun filming. That's just been amazing. we'll, We'll start with this. Warner Brothers said, we're going to take our time, we're going to see what Justice League does, and then we're going to set our plans after that. Yeah. Okay. And? Shazam has begun filming, (laughs) so... That's amazing to me. I'm Uh, shocked. I I, I didn't believe it when I saw 
that they had the director had shared about how it was started filming. Yeah, you thought he was just goofing. Like, I, no, like I thought it was internet fanboys just like, hey, I will make the DCEU live. If I will it, it will happen. Yeah, what and uh, what? Like, why pour? Why even pour resources into a Shazam? This is so shocking to me. Shocking. Yes. <laughs> like Shazam. Is that what Shazam does? I I don't know. Um, I don't care about that superhero. I, boy. I think he just has like powers of. No, I think he yeah, has a he lightning can. bolt for a symbol. So. Yeah, I think he can. He Throw has, lightning. He has a look. Sith. I don't like powers. Shazam. So as a character in general, so I try to avoid him. Yeah, I, I stay away. Yes. I just he looks like he looks like um if there was like a commercial for like a cereal or something, and they had a superhero mascot. Or like, Gatorade, since they have some. That's true. Game. He's the he's like if Gatorade decided to have a superhero as their mascot. Yes. It looks like someone tried to make a generic superhero. Yes. So I'm shocked about this. So. I'm shazammed by this. I... Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, apparently it's supposed to be like the most comedic of the DCU films. Which might not be hard to do, but... <laughs> It'll be comedic no matter what happens. It'll yes. be comedic somehow. So, this is shocking. To, I'm, I I can't believe they're filming this movie. Like, after, if people didn't see a Justice League movie with Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, why are they going to see Shazam? They should just save that money for making another Wonder Woman movie. Just yeah. give it to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't think I'm going to see Shazam. Because in general, I, I don't like him as a character. I don't care enough to see it, so... Here's the thing. <laughs> Some people be like, but you see Marvel movies, but it's just like, they earn that. Yeah. <laughs> I would see a Shazam thing if it was by Greg Berlanti, who does, like, The Flash and Arrow and Supergirl and now Black Lightning. That, by the way, Black Lightning's a great show. But, oh, yeah, by the way, I should mention, well, DC, EU, and films is falling apart. TV is going really well, so yeah. and they all came back this week, which I was excited about. Except Supergirls were waiting until April, but still, we had five of the six come back, and oh yeah. So yeah, I I don't think I'm gonna see Shazam. And, and there's a, here's the thing: there's a rumor there's a rumor that there's a Superman cameo. Oh really? By Henry Cavill Superman. If you show that in the trailer, is that gonna make it? Is that gonna hurt it? Yeah, so, yeah, it's a, as if that's a help. Um, I I think it would hurt it because I people don't want this Superman, yeah. and whether people like the performance or not, he's associated with a Superman they yeah. don't like. I really, it's it's a. We were talking all about like that. There's a whole episode we have about talking about this, and it just seems like I still have the same feelings I did then. So it's like, why is any of this? The route know. they're choosing. Can I ask a... I'm going to ask a question. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, oh, here it... Like, um... God, what are they called? The, um... Like, people who are just like... There was a second shooter at the Kennedy assassination. Like, conspiracy, yeah, yes. Conspiracy theorists. Yes. I'm not trying to put a conspiracy or anything. Like, here's the, how this connects to this, this, to this. Do you think... This is an honest question I'm going to ask. Is there an important executive that knows... If the DC Extended Universe gets rebooted, they are going to lose their job. Yeah, like that's the. Th I, yeah, I didn't want to sound conspiracy ish <laughs> either, but like. Like, I really feel like that's it's why. Like, it can't be a good decision. Like, 
it just doesn't they seem have like a to good know decision that in any way. People don't want this. Like you can read online, more people would want a reboot. It's like it's like the definition of insanity. It's something c- continues yes. to not work, and you're just doing it anyway. So I, I'm, I'm like, I, th- I kind of think that might be the reason. I feel like it's someone. Is there someone? Do you think that's possible? That it could be that there's I, someone. There's so much who like could, well, who knows will get fired at the DCEU ends. There's so much like weird. Uh, politics and like business that i wouldn't doubt it like i mean it's kind of the same thing like you know the the other end with so many things not getting green lit because of like outdated ideas i mean like with marvel uh i was just saying i don't i just name dropped no names yeah no (laughs) no weird conspiracy we are really wearing tinfoil hats (laughs) yeah but um, I kind of think that might be that there's an executive who knows they're going to lose their job. It if, does seem like, it does seem like, you know, that's how, uh, it's a business. And it seems like, you know, a, you, you're not always, it's not, like, if you have a ton of money to throw around, like apparently there's, there's got to be some yeah. weird decisions based on that. I mean, it's, it's, it's so, like, the data, the data is there. Justice League is the least successful the dceu films yeah they and keep a, going down and it's justice league <laughs> yeah all right one year after matt reeves was hired as the batman director there's still no script it's been still, a year that's a while that's a while there's no script <laughs> uh who needs a script I'm, <laughs> start I just, filming turn it on and just see what happens yep. Just have an improv yes. drama. <laughs> Batman just like, all right, I need a, I need an occupation, a place of work, and an animal. That <laughs> <laughs> they just, he just have some, uh, some Batman, not Ben Affleck. No, a of Batman course not. Going, I'll get you the Joker. <laughs> and then there's like a bad '90s CGI Joker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I mean, it's been a. Where's the script? I don't know. I'm. It better be on our desks. Yes. By tomorrow. I mean, okay. Also, we still don't know who the next Batman is. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think things go hand in hand because they said the Batman when Matt Reeves was hired as Bat the Batman director, it was supposed to start production early 2018. It is early 2018, and it's, it's borderline not early 2018 anymore. I mean, what what's going on? Yeah. Where's our Batman movie? Yeah, I, um, I, it's really a worry that like, I mean, like you said, you can reboot stuff, you can have another iconic, but if it's a, this much of a mess, there's the risk of there being a terrible Batman. Yeah, like that's it, it, worrisome. It's just, I don't know where. Okay. Joss Whedon has left Batgirl. Uh, he was going to direct a Batgirl movie, yeah. and now he is left. Yeah, you know, that could be fine. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think, okay, we can do what I think happened, and we can go into the conspiracy that okay. is online. Okay, so I think that, look, here's what we know for certain. Warner Brothers is not happy with Justice League, Yeah, with what Zack Snyder did. So they, so Joss Whedon reshot a lot of the movie, yeah. and they're hoping that I could fix it. Warner Brothers did not have confidence in the movie, so that's why they were trying to hide the reviews. Yeah. Even though I really like the movie. But I think that Justice League would... 
I think the fact that Joss couldn't save Justice League in Warner Brothers' eyes is why it's just like, man, if you can't save it, it's time to go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess my only hope with that would be I'd like to see like, like uh, akin to Wonder Woman, like some like uh, like a like a female director who would be able to write a, a a female superhero well or something. But you just jogged my memory about something. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll bring it up on here so you know this is real. Okay. Okay. Well. Apparently, it's not hard to get a job at the DCEU. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but... Okay, so after Joss Whedon... Because Joss Whedon was supposed to write and direct it. Yeah. So there was this author, Roxanne Gay. Uh, as I looked up some stuff about her. She is a novelist, and she wrote a Black Panther spinoff comic... Uh, just like characters, I don't know what it is. It was like characters in Wakanda or something. But so she tweeted that, "Hey, at DC Comics, I would be happy to write Batgirl." That's what she did. She just <laughs> just tweeted, tweeted it. it. And let's That's see. How stuff happens now, I guess. Apparently, apparently, she tweeted, and I'm gonna, I want you to see this because they can't see this. <laughs> okay. Roxanne Gay wrote... Now, look. Okay, we'll, we'll just get it. She wrote, hey, at DC Comics, I can write your Batgirl movie, no prob. Then, this other person who will sh- shame the... We won't give them embarrassment. <laughs> Bro, if you're serious, contact me and put her email address. Oh. oh. <laughs> just out in the open? Yes. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Part of me thought sending a script. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fish out who the real Roxanne Gay is. There, I think is um, is is it that easy now? Are they that desperate that it takes people just randomly say on Twitter they'll write? I mean, honestly, like I mean, in a way, like since Twitter is an enormous platform, it's not like it's that sad. But uh, probably should have DM'd that instead of a. Uh, literally retweeted the why not have her people call her people yeah that's true um i mean sometimes like yeah i mean i wonder like i mean i wonder how much behind the scenes that actually happens though but except normally it would be a dm instead of but like uh, i mean in a way like someone's twitter could practically be someone's email. here's what i'll say i looked up like her uh, you know her credits yeah as far I I'll look it up again real quick just to make sure. But she, as far as I know, she has she sounds very familiar. She doesn't have any credits in screenwriting. Ah, so I mean, look. This lady could be super talented. She could be an amazing writer. She could be an Oscar-winning writer. But should her first film really be a big superhero movie? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I guess, wouldn't you have to at least have a draft of a, a screenplay before you get accepted as the, 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 the writer? I mean, I guess, you know. I mean, she would the have... DCEU, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's never written a screen, I really feel like she should be writing, like, at least one, like, indie movie and then get it. Yeah. Um. Like, that's how most directors have it, like... As far as it looks like, 
she's just a writer of like books and she wrote like one comic series yeah i mean uh <clears throat> you know it's the dceu you know when you thought she can have one. worse she just take it it's fine i'm just <laughs> she could write an amazing batman a batgirl movie but I feel like she should at least do one movie before being given a big franchise. Yeah, I mean, is it is this how it works? That like, I feel like it would make sense that she would have to write it first and then they approve it. So well, I mean, they could be like, oh, okay, maybe they could be like, not. send us something. Yeah, and then script doctors would help. Yeah. You know, to the final product, but. Well, we don't even we don't even know if it, like, yeah. it's just it's just a strange okay. Twitter exchange. Oh, here we go, guys. Ugh. Flashpoint gets vacation directors Jonathan, John Francis Daly, and Jonathan Goldstein, who are also two of the six Spider-Man Homecoming writers who came up with the story. So, before. I, like, have a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, that's, that's your worst nightmare, at least. It is my worst nightmare! <laughs> Thoughts on these guys? Um, Possibly I mean, directing Flashpoint. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can see how, like, it... I can see how it would feel uh, your nightmare, but, yeah, since... Since Flash is a more uh, comedic character... We, is that we why? did say, like, Flash, the way they did Flash in Justice League was fine for a team-up. You can't do that for a solo movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 do you think that's the direction, that that's the reason that they wrote a comedic superhero movie, and then they're yes. like, oh, they should do yes. this? I, I 100% believe that. Well. You sucks for you. <laughs> I mean, they came up with the... And they directed two movies, I think. Two movies. One is that God Awful Vacation movie. I would say they had a, you know, Ed Helms was horrible in that movie, but Ed Helms is horrible in everything. Let's just, <laughs> let's be perfectly honest. I've seen him in multiple, from The Office to other movies. I don't think he's a good actor. I don't think he can <laughs> act. I was rewatching an episode from Office season six. I'm just like, God, he gets worse every season. So, I mean, they did Game Night, but. I, I don't know. I just they did the story. And look, apparently they don't have. They aren't writing the script. But I, I would believe if they sign on, they'll do one last draft, probably. And yeah. they did the the plot. They wrote an outline for the plot of Spider-Man: Homecoming. And when you look at the plot, and look, I know some people like the movie because comedy and action. But yeah. when you look at the actual plot of the movie. It's not a very good plot. Yeah. To me, this seems like... It seems like one of the... Just this really safe corporate decision that it seems like... They're, it's like they're... They, it seems like they're making these decisions that almost, like, seem safe if you're not looking at the statistics. Like, you're yeah. not... Like, it, it's just... It adds to just... I have no idea what they're doing. That's all. I just... Why? I don't know. I mean, you thought couldn't get any worse. Okay. And finally, Warner Brothers wants Michael Bay to direct Lobo as their answer to Deadpool. Uh, what, wait, what? What? I don't know what Lobo is. Lobo is like an <laughs> alien bounty hunter. I did not know about Lobo, and but I do know that he's apparently giving notes on how to write the script. Uh, who, who's Michael Bay? 
Um, he's directing and giving notes on the script. Warner Brothers wants him to direct oh. Lobo. They are going like, hey, Michael, you should direct Lobo. I, uh, well, I don't think I've ever liked a single thing Michael Bay has ever done. Michael so. Bay made Transformers 2, which is the worst experience I've ever had at movie <laughs> theater. I mean, no, truly, yeah. Uh, I think that's mm. all. I think the first two Transformers was the only ones I've seen of his. Have you seen anything else of his? I've seen the first. I'm. I don't. I. I know I've seen the first Transformers. It's. Uh. I would have to see. I mean, I know he directed that new Teenage Mutant Ninja. Ninja no, he didn't. Movie. He was a producer. Oh, really? It looks very Michael <laughs> Bay. I can see. Well, I mean, Nastia looks very Christopher Nolan. But yeah, too. that's true. Um. But yeah. I'll just say, guys, you had Zach. Did you not learn your lesson with Zack Snyder? Look, I like what Zack Snyder did with Batman vs. Superman, and whatever he did in Justice League, I liked it. That was a director who split the audience. This is a guy who constantly makes the audience angry. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, Zack Snyder splits critics. Yeah. Michael Bay. Makes critics like want to quit their job. I mean, no, yeah, like uh, this. This goes back to what I was just saying with these like safe corporate decisions that seem safe if you're in that world, like if you're in that business world of movie making. But to people, just like consumers, it seems crazy. Yeah, like because no one likes Michael Bay. No one, right? Like, I, never again do I want to see Michael Bay. Well, never do I want to see Michael Bay attached to any superhero. It just franchise. seems like it seems like with producers and like like the higher up stuff that there's like you know some people like some certain like you know they like michael bay but they're not paying attention to the fact that no one likes michael bay. Yes. like it just seems like it's not a decision based on what they actually think is best for the franchise so i was almost debating about mentioning this okay but it's been shared so much that maybe we should okay so there is rumors going around that there's going to be a DC announcement soon. Okay. And there's some people who know what it is, but they're not saying what it is. Like some uh, entertainment journalists. I see. They know what it is. And it could come out in a week. It could come out in five months. Yeah. But fans are going to be really, really mad. Hmm. So do you do you, are you, what do you have predictions? Is that what you're saying? Or? Um. Well, but one of the big predictions is that Matt Reeves isn't really directing Batman. Oh, that he's leaving. Oh, yikes! Yeah, that would that would that would definitely flush this. It would it would <laughs> yes. take all of this crap and just. I mean, we all it done. already got flushed when we heard Ben Affleck wasn't directing yeah. Batman. <laughs> so I'm what? I mean. Besides Matt Reeves leaving Batman, what could it be? I, I have no idea. Could it be no Michael insight. Bay signing on for Flashpoint? I would throw up in my mouth. I would die. <laughs> oh man! It's, I just yeah. I have, I have. I seriously am just beginning to where it's like, the only thing I have any hope for is Wonder Woman too. Yeah. Like there's nothing. I think else. Wonder Woman is safe. Yeah. But I just. Okay, so now I want I have three things I want to bring up about DC. And I forgot to mention. I'm reminding myself of three because I don't want to forget any of them. Because I know I will. I know there's going to be this moment of, God, what was it? <laughs> but I'll, okay, I'll say this. 
I think that, you know, fans of the DCU want the DCU to continue because they want, like, sequels and stuff. I have a prediction that if the DCEU continues, we won't have another Superman movie and we won't have another Justice League movie. Yeah. 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 No, I'd agree to that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, look, Superman is one of my favorites. Look, yet. You did it wrong the first time. But still, I mean, Superman, you can make a great Superman movie, and I honestly believe it would be considered one of the best of the 21st century. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean there it's it's confusing, and I honestly I don't like I feel like every time anytime some news is going to come up about the DCEU, I, my the only thing I can say is I just I don't know what they're thinking. Okay, another one is I think that DC is still doing it wrong. And I think besides having directors, I think we've mentioned this before, but I think that you can look at this as this is one of the big things they need to fix. We've had five DCEU films, and only one of them worked. But yeah. two, and I feel like the reason why... A lot of them haven't worked. Is Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman were trying to copy the Dark Knight style. Yeah. And Suicide Squad and Justice League, and now sounding like these other ones are trying to copy the Marvel style. Yeah. While Wonder Woman clearly had a vision, like how Richard Donner Superman, Tim Burton's Batman, Nolan with Batman Begins had a vision. Yeah. I just think the thing that is screwing them up is they're trying to copy instead of having a director with the vision. Don't give them too much. Yeah. Like, free them and then be like surprised. Like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the big problem they have is they're trying to copy and just, you're yeah. DC. You have Superman and Batman. <laughs> you shouldn't be copying. If anything, yeah. they should be copying you. They have the characters and they just, they can, like, they could define a new era they wouldn't have yeah. they don't have to be a part of it. like you know they can be leaders yeah not followers yeah so i just say guys if we're gonna keep this dceu thing going can we please just get a superman show on the cw starring tyler hoakland produced by greg berlanti is that too much to ask yep it's too much Apparently, to ask. like <laughs> i mean here's the thing that sucks and we'll get into it later the reason we don't have a Tyler Hoechlin Superman show is because they're saving him for the Henry Cavill movies. We're not getting a Superman show the one people like because we have to save him for the movies people don't like. <laughs> so, and one last thing, because I think I'm on a flip-flop. Because it's fun. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And it, it wasn't an easy decision. But And I'm pretty sure you'll disagree with me on this. Black Panther and Wonder Woman last year were such important uh, movies for our society and as a culture. Just like it was, it was some you know it was a time. Those were movies where there were different people who could look and see themselves on the screen. It wasn't just yeah. the same thing over and over. Yeah. And Black Panther made two hundred twenty some. I'm pretty sure it was like 200. It was a lot. It was over 200. And Wonder Woman made 103. So now I'm flip-flopping. I think they need to reboot Wonder Woman. 
Because it didn't do... Because people what... didn't go see Wonder Woman when it first came out. They went... It, the reason it made that $800 million is because of word of mouth. So people have already given up on that version of Wonder Woman. Oh, so and I And you're feel... saying because... It did, and you're saying it also might have to do with the fact that one of them was Marvel and one of them was DC? Yeah. Like people, people trust the, the I think MCU it was because, more. because that Wonder Woman was in Batman versus Superman, they were turned off. Right, okay. So I think they didn't go to it. and So we're in the proper era for a Wonder Woman movie, but it just was, it, it had to be the one that was in Batman versus Superman. And like, I think having it be that one, I, I will I think it would have had a much bigger opening weekend had it come before Batman versus Superman. Right. I think I would agree with that probably it was her. And I, Superman. I almost feel like to get the kind of success of Wonder Woman again, you have to make this a movie as good or better. And that's a almost impossible feat to do. So I think that at the very least there is kind of a trust in Wonder Woman as a franchise. That people but can people didn't separate. go see Justice League. Which had Wonder Woman in it. That's true. So That's true. just looking at that makes me think, you know what? I think Gal Gadot is great as Wonder Woman. I rewatched Batman vs. Superman yesterday because, you know, I like it. But I just feel like it, it got screwed. Look, I think we're going to have Wonder Woman 2. Yeah. Like, if we're going to have... I think that's one of the... Re I think the reason DC hasn't... Okay, we'll get into that later. But the fact that we're having Shazam means we're going to get Wonder Woman 2. Yeah. But I do think that... It, here's, if Patty Jenkins decides it's time to leave, have Wonder Woman 2 be the end of that version. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think if she leaves... It has to be done if she leaves. Yeah. So. Um. I just feel like... It sucks that... The, Sucks that this is what happened. Yeah. I just, I feel like maybe just, I don't think that one, let's just say one one two is good. It, I, people aren't going to, it's not going to make as much as the first one because people are already have been turned off so many times. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you, do, do you still, what do you think about, is it time to reboot Wonder Woman? Um, Because I, I, I thought they should keep it. Yeah. And, Looking at Black Panther's box office of another important movie yeah. for our culture kind of made me think, you know what? Maybe it's time to I mean, reboot Wonder Woman. I do think that there's a point in that, like, we're at the right time to where this could really be an important thing where you don't want these other movies, like, the, the this other part of the universe, like, tainting its success. And I do think that what they could do is if they completely rebooted the DCU, like they just completely rebooted like we talked about in the past, Wonder Woman would be a good hero to 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 kind of ride off of, to sort of like... Because people, I think... I guess what I'm saying is like... It's almost like people aren't interested in Superman anymore because of this. Yeah. I think Batman's a little hard to have people not interested. Batman like, is by far the easiest character yeah. to adapt. I think that if you completely rebooted, I think the two heroes people would be looking for in the reboot would be Batman and Wonder Woman because of Wonder Woman being the one big Although I do think victory. have rebooting Superman and restarting will get people excited. That's true. Yeah. I mean, although... Here's the thing. We don't... Superman Returns is kind of like the MSD or kind of like 
two sides of the same coin of how not to do the character. Yeah. But there was one difference. When Superman Returns failed, you still had Smallville kind of keep getting people excited week after week. We vo- I mean, we had the Tyler Hoke and Superman. That, that was only three episodes. And who knows if, if Warner Brothers will allow yeah. him to show up again. So you, they need a show? I, I, I would <laughs> I say that. I would say they should do a, a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. It's been long enough since Smallville. It's been plenty long enough. <laughs> I mean, you have a version people like. Just spin it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I think no matter what in this conversation, the point is DC has Superman and Batman. They yes. did. They can do. And it's Wonder so Woman. Hard. It's yeah, it, and it's like so hard to do wrong. They just need to do it. Anything else? <laughs> like, yes. Just do something. All right. Yeah. And I also say, I think unfortunately. Wonder Woman might be the reason why Warner Bros. doesn't want to reboot it. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think they were planning on rebooting it and Wonder Woman gave it a little bit of but life. I don't know. It, it just seems crazy. Who even knows what they're thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um well, we talked a lot a lot about the DCU. Yeah, I'm will. sure it will come up maybe yeah. again. Alright. Oh, yeah. it will. It oh will. yes, it will. Yeah. Are you out of top? Do you still have top? Well, or? I uh Um well, do we want to talk about the slightly old topic that we've been meaning to talk about of a return of something? I do would, we want to do I that? would really like that. Okay. <laughs> Go um, ahead and lead it off. <clears throat> Get us excited and prepared. At this point, it's a, a couple months ago that this news was... Another example of us being so great at being a news show. But, um... There was talk. Oh, there was another rumor I forgot to mention. Uh, about DC? Yeah. So before we get into that, that's a little teaser. <laughs> yes. Breaking. Okay. Another rumor. The Nightwing... We're, we were going to have the Nightwing movie, and now the Nightwing director is going to direct Dungeons & Dragons. Oh. As his next film. Oh, that's interesting. A lot of people are wondering, what about Nightwing? And he said... There's no way I'm going to leave Nightwing. Oh? And I got flashbacks, because I remember some guy named Ben Affleck said he was not going to stop. He was going to direct <laughs> Batman. And then two weeks later, he said he wasn't, we found out he wasn't going to. So, hmm. Chris, I'm sure you mean well, <laughs> but I'm sorry if I don't believe you. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe he thinks that he'll be on Nightwing, but... <laughs> I don't think Nightwing's happening. Yeah, I mean... If they're having this much trouble with Batman... Yeah, if they're having that much trouble with Batman, who knows how much tr- trouble yeah. they'd have with Nightwing. Um, so, yeah. So, you think that's not the case? He's... he's, he's That's not gonna I happen. I think he's he's tired of waiting, and he wants to actually do something. Yeah. So, so as... And like it the, sucks, because I heard... Hearing his pitches, it sounds like he, he had such a great idea. Oh really? <laughs> I really, I honestly, I really hope that whatever happens with these scripts that apparently will never see the light of day. Yeah. Well, it's Ben Affleck's script or whatever. I hope they at least get published as a comic. Yeah. I, give them some life. Yeah. I'm sure Ben would love to have um, some royalties from uh, yeah. his Batman script turned into a comic. Like, oh, he wrote with Jeff Johns, and oh, I got a lot of good ideas going to waste because of this chaos. I. Publish it. 
publish it. Or at least leak it on Twitter. <laughs> Le- leak it. Leak it. Leak it. Ben, I know you have it on your computer somewhere. Just click upload. Yeah. Share it. So, yeah. So we were talking about something that we want to just stop. Just, just stop. Yes. Please stop. Yes. Uh, so then we're on to the, the rumor that The Office, the television show. Yes. Coming back. Um. Apparently, Justin, do you know how this started exactly? Because I just heard it as like a rumor. Well, what exactly sparked? This? Apparently, well, look, we've been having a lot of shows be revived. Yeah, there was Will and Grace, The X Files, Roseanne soon. Yeah. So apparently, NBC. There was a report that went out that NBC is looking to revive The Office and Thirty Rock. Which have you ever have you ever seen Thirty Rock? Uh, like it, an episode. I think I watched an episode and I liked it. I just. And I, I watched an episode of Parks and Rec and I liked it. It's just. Once Steve Carell left, I kind of dropped all my NBC shows. Yeah, yeah. So. And now. And then it came back that there might be an office revival yeah. without Steve Carell. Okay. So. Um, Fine. And now there's cast members talking about it. Yeah. About how they haven't been asked about it or something. How they would like to be a part of it. So, yeah. could this be the return to Dunder Mifflin? <sighs> hmm. Um, yeah, the, the one thing that uh, is making me not completely tentative towards this is a lot of the cast members seem really passionate and just like <laughs> they'd be so happy to get back. Like, they, they just love doing it. And then it's almost like, ah, you go, like, just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it would like that does make it more enjoyable knowing that they're having fun making it. If the people who actually are coming back are people who really want to do it, but at the same time, it that is one of the classic examples of just a show that went on too long. Yeah, like should have ended so much earlier. It's nine seasons is so long as it is, and I know it's a lot of sitcoms. I know this end after nine. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't didn't like Scrubs or something had nine. I, I don't oh, know. I think so. I don't know. Um, I didn't watch Scrubs. I haven't. I haven't like. I haven't watched. Up. I haven't watched all of it. But that was just one that came up in my head that might have nine. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I prefer a show like they have. Like I actually think Parks and Rec. They had no reason to end it really. I mean, seven seasons is a lot, despite a couple of them being short. But I look. Yeah. Do you think they kind of might have learned their lesson? Do you think maybe yeah, yeah, she, th- Amy Poehler was going to leave and they learned their lesson from last time? Um, I th- It seemed like the writers were really set on they wanted to end it while it was good. And I don't know if anyone had plans to leave. Maybe she did. Maybe there was talk and they didn't want to go there. But um, all I can really say for sure is that they basically just seemed like they didn't want it to go too long. And they just, it was sort of like, I, I did feel like if they had one more, like, season seven was all about wrapping it up. Um, if season seven had been that they were just trying to continue the series and then, like, it would have seriously been too long even just one more season. Like, they really cut it close and, like, they managed to do a show that didn't feel like it went on way too long. Uh, and that was that was pushing it a bit at only seven yeah. seasons. So The Office going nine and a lot of those being long seasons. I think Parks and Rec had a couple shorter seasons. Like the first season was six episodes. Same, that's the same as The Office. Yeah. But, um, just 
it's too much. I think that's, <laughs> I don't know. What else, I, I lost my train of thought, but what would they, what more do they have to do? Like, I mean, I mean, here's, here's what I feel. I, I did not, when the office ended, it did not leave me wanting more. It made me feel like, oh, thank God we fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, and I felt like it should have ended after season seven. Yeah. I felt like that should have been the end of it. I think they made two big mistakes. One was Andy Bernard, the other Robert California, as we've said. <laughs> yes. And here's the, I don't know how you could do the show again because Jim and Pam left. Yeah. Daryl left. I mean, especially Stanley yeah. retired. Yeah. Andy left. They thank closed God. it. They closed it so tightly. Like they, like season nine was all about this is it. Yeah. It's impossible. They and would have it hasn't to... even been that long since it ended. Yeah. It's not exactly a big comeback. It ended in what twenty thirteen. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Um, they would. Like making a new office would be the only option. That's what I would like. Did you hear they're making, they're gonna have a new one in India? Oh really? Yeah, that's interesting because like it is a great concept. It's for like a show. If, if if you're going to the Wikipedia article, of the office there's like a German one, a French one, a Canadian oh. <laughs> one. There's like a bunch of different ones. Yeah, yeah, and I like I said, it is a good concept for a show. It's very hard to do right because even the. Uh, even the American office didn't get it right immediately. They yeah. just copied the first episode at first. Like, it's a hard concept to get right, but it is a good concept. So if they were to bring it back, it would be they'd have to like reboot. There would be no yeah. like yeah. It would be so weird. Here's to my not. question to ask. And I thought, how if I were a fan, what is something that wouldn't happen? But I would like to see. Yeah, could. This will not happen. I promise you. If they ever revive, this will not happen. What would you feel if, let's just call it The Office Season 10. Yeah. Was just like footage that they found. Oh. So that the finale is still finale. It's just like, you have like Dwight or something or Michael introducing the... So it's like taking place at weird segments throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I was almost thinking, one of my thoughts was, like, they can't go after season nine. Like, yeah. it ended too much. So where where in the series would be the coolest place to, like, start as if it's, like, a weird in-between season? Like, that's almost what I was thinking. And it was just, like, somewhere maybe around season five or something. Like, there'd be certain points where it's, like, I could see an, an extra episode being in there. Like, you could almost, I mean, since the show is not, has not been gone that long. Yeah. Really, all you'd have to do is change... Well, because Michael had gray in his hair in the finale, so... Yeah. <laughs> all you'd have to do is change Michael, Jim, and Pam's hair. Yeah. And it would look the same. Yeah, they did it in the Threat Level Midnight. Yes! Uh, <laughs> and it worked great! Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, that, man, just that that could be... If they... You know, if the taking this break gave them some writing inspiration back like they came up with some great ideas of what to do in the office now and they made it and they pretended they were back in one of the prime eras and made it feel like that again it could be really awesome you they could almost do it like a nine episode run but each one takes place within a different season yeah and you could almost have it be like 
Well, I mean, even if you don't want to have it be like, why would Steve Carell be gone the last? You could have it be like, he came back, but they didn't show it. Yeah. I mean, or you could cut away in epi- season the season eight episode and see what he's doing. Oh, right, like you could right. see Michael's first time as a father or something. Right. Yeah. It could be like <laughs> a like a pre uh, intro. Uh, yeah. Cold open like yeah. bit. Um, and then you could have them give him a bigger role in the season nine one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How did Jim arrange? Michael right, would show up right. at the wedding. Yeah, it could be these weird other perspectives. Of what was episodes. Michael saying he was doing during that time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's definitely like, it's, it would, there's, it would have to align so perfectly to make it work at all. Even an episode of it to make it work at all would be so difficult. And that's why I'm wary of it. But I feel like they did such a good job, like making sure everything was fit in the continuity yeah i I think if they really paid attention they could pull it off yeah and they do say like it those writers do seem like they're very good at like paying attention to everything they've done yeah so i think that they would be able to pull it off if they had the, the the exact team back and all um so it's not hopeless yeah but, oh, what our idea won't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so I had three questions to ask you about The Office. Okay. Number one, what was your introduction to The Office? Um, yeah, it was really just like a Netflix. It really was just like a Netflix browsing, like, oh, The Office is on Netflix. I think even, like, someone else just started up from episode one, and I wasn't even, like, that invested but um and i'd seen a couple episodes just randomly on tv in the past but seeing it from the beginning and seeing that's really one of the amazing things about the office is like it's a sitcom but like it really it is like it's not this uh a a lot of tv shows in the way way past couldn't be so strictly like continuing from episode to episode they had to be self-contained episodes um because people were watching them from week to week and that's why a lot of shows now more in the binge-watching age are able to... Um, not that The Office is that. It's older than that. Yeah. But um, uh, that it's becoming more of the thing to have shows that build off of each other as if it's like an insanely long movie. Um, watching them back-to-back and just noticing all the subtleties from episode to episode, it really became one of the first shows ever that I like got into and got invested in. Uh just from like happening to watch like the first three episodes in a row on Netflix and going, huh, I, I guess I'll continue watching this. <laughs> and um, I mean, it, it was really just that um, I didn't really watch any other like sitcoms at the time. And just when I got to the end of the series, I was like, uh, I guess I'll watch it again. <laughs> like, I just didn't want to watch anything else. It took a while before I was finally like, and even at the time I was like, Parks and Rec looks similar. I guess I'll try that <laughs> since I'm having this gaping hole of having watched all the Office episodes. Um, so when when would this have been? Like after oh, uh, the... it was it was before season nine. Okay, it, but after season eight. Uh, um, so after season eight, you should just like, well, maybe they can fix it. Yeah, yeah, but then that's part of it. Is once I got to like season eight, I was like already missing the first episodes. Where <laughs> um, I was just like, it felt like there was this uh emptiness where i was just like it's done i finished all the good episodes 
It, but yeah, I was just saying, like, at the time, I even did try Parks and Rec, and I did not like Parks and Rec at all at <laughs> first. And I was just like, this is such a sad attempt to be The Office. Um, uh, eventually, I, com- I complete. Part of that is because the first season of Parks and Rec is not great. But um, eventually, I was able to like other shows. But it was kind of my introduction into liking sitcoms in a way. Uh, but yeah, there's no really special story. It was just that I started watching on Netflix. So you probably don't remember this, but when we were in band class, yeah, it was our freshman year, and for some reason there was a it was a day between, you know, we have these like a week or something a gap about what we had done was what we had been working on for like months was done. Now we're getting prepared for the next thing. Yeah. So you'd have like a free day. Oh, right, yeah. So on that day where we had a free day, someone put in a DVD of The Office and played oh, an episode this is from season f- one. This is vaguely familiar now. I think it was the Hot Girl episode. Oh. It's like the last episode Yeah, of season five, season one. Yeah. So then I would just watch, because I was just like, hey, you know, it's the only show on. Maybe I'll watch it. So I was like, oh. And then I went home <laughs> later. I was like, you know, maybe I should watch another one. So I went on Hulu back when it was free. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they had uh, the first few of season five. So I watched the weight loss episode and then kept going and going. And then I just, like, became a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh. I, I actually, I think the first episode I ever saw, um, I just randomly caught on TV one time was the basketball episode in oh, season yeah. one. Um, I think they also played... I think they also played that during that time. Hmm. I mean, it's... I vaguely remember that. It's possible that it could <laughs> be that. But, um... Yeah. I definitely... It was, like... Because I, I didn't have that... E- like, I never had, like, cable or anything in my room or anything. Like, I didn't have easy access to just TV shows, so I never had the thought to just, like watch i never had the thought of like that show's good i'll watch all of it like i never had that thought until i was just like oh i can subscribe to netflix <laughs> like it took me so long to even realize even after netflix was a thing to realize that i can just watch shows whenever i want but yeah if we didn't live in this era i would not be watching tv shows you'd just honestly. be like i'm not waiting a week week yeah. to week yeah all right so the other one another one is why do you think the office is considered one of the greats like it, it a lot of people when you ask what's the greatest yeah. sitcom it's between it's seinfeld and the yeah, office it's, it's yeah it's it's like the battle between those two yeah that's why do you think the office has I mean, um works so well while like other sitcoms from the same time have kind of been forgotten what makes uh, this here's one stand apart? here's actually one thing that uh i think even the crew involved in the office have mentioned this before and it's at the time it came out american sitcoms were laugh track like comics and even people thought like oh they're they're making an american version it's gonna be stupid and cheesy and have a laugh track but they didn't they like brought this like british style of humor and i think a lot of maybe critics to the american office might like look at like season six seven or something where the humor got more wacky and character driven uh and kind of but but in the early seasons of the American Office, it really did still have that British style of humor. It was very similar, um, and I think that that's something that audiences here 
it seemed completely new. And I do think that they they did it well. And I also think, and this is one thing, this is the thing that does make me like easily like the American office more than the British version. And I defend my stance on that <laughs> is because the American version completely just like wiped the floor with the drama aspect compared to the British version. And the British version does it decently, but I've honestly like, I don't give a crap about like romances on TV or movies typically. <laughs> like I just don't feel it that much, but I really think that Jim and Pam is like, it's like the greatest uh, sitcom like romance. Like for some reason it just, they just nailed it for yeah. some reason. Just like, I don't know. It, it was perfect. Just, and this subtle like emotions like like humans like just relating to, like just looking at someone's face and you can relate to it it's like yeah. a big part of the office just seeing like a slight movement in their upper cheek it sells a whole lot like people like that and like um part of like i mean what a sitcom is like you're putting them in characters in situations and this show takes the subtle route of just seeing just subtly how people react to things. And I think that's really special. Um, and I also just like, I've, uh, there's just like an art to like the quietness and the quiet moments. And like, uh, like I, I always like the moments where uh, <coughs> you're uh, like, they're peeking through the like blinds yeah. and stuff and like uh, catching these like awkward moments. And um the, like, ambience of, like, the phones ringing and, like, the noise and, like, the characters speaking kind of quietly, like they would actually be speaking just in a quiet office. Um, it, it feels very real in a way, even yeah. though it's a very over-the-top over top show. I was going to say that as one of the reasons. Like, it felt... It, even, yeah. like, besides, like, having, like, smart humor and humor that works really well, yeah. it felt real. I also think not having a laugh track helped it with making it feel real. Yeah, yeah. Like... Here it is. We're not pausing, so whether the laugh track or the audience can. Yeah. So I think those, and also I think one of the things is that, you know, unlike Elastic, we saw like the characters evolve and grow. Like, yeah. like when you look at Goodbye Michael, he, yeah, it's the same character, but he's evolved yeah. so much. No, I remember the first time I saw the episode Booze Cruise, which is one of my favorite episodes, yeah. and that just moment where Michael's like, "You should go for it. Just yeah. never give up." Where he's actually having, like, a heartfelt... And, and Jim is actually even recognizing at that moment, like, that Michael's, like, a person who's trying to connect with him at that moment. It just lasts for, like, five seconds, but it's, like, you, noticing so much character development. Even in this character who you're supposed to think is a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And he's even, like, stri strapped <laughs> to the brig. Um, uh, like... Uh, it's a lot of character development. Uh, it's and, like him becoming the manager he wants to be. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, and there's all those moments where, uh, you, like, you realize, uh, why Michael is the way he is kind of moments. Uh, <laughs> do you have any coffee? Milk and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you have this every morning. Uh, beautiful. But, yeah. And can we mm -hmm. just say how happy, how it was nice, how they didn't. Put Jim and Pam together and break him up. Then put him together and break him up. Like, yeah. a lot of sitcoms probably would. Like, uh, one of the stupidest pairings, uh, Andy and Aaron. Yeah. That's, they just kept, yeah. Back or, if we want to compare it to another show, on Arrow, the stupid Oliver and Felicity relationship, or back and forth. They're married now. 
I think they're going to get divorced and do the whole thing all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and because there are so many characters, they didn't really have to do that so much because, like, once Jim and Pam got together, of course, then I didn't really care a lot about a lot of the drama aspects of it after that because, I, yeah, but... Um, and they were also able, like, for the story, like, seeing them as parents and stuff right, like that. Right, And that, that is one good thing about having it go a really long time, even though sometimes it can feel like jumping the shark. Uh, you, that's a lot of character development that you wouldn't see if it's just, a, like, a two-season show, like yeah. the British office was. Um, yeah. All right, last one about the office. Last question. Are there... Is there anything that you always dream to see on the office... But you never did, cause I had two things. Hmm. That I'm just like, man, that would How, be cool. To say see. one of them, and I'll see if I can. Uh, get one. one of them is I would love to have seen eventually, eventually seen Michael's audition tape for the documentary. Like, oh yeah, I, obviously he, he would have had to audition for that. I can just imagine like Dwight making like like this crappy recording on like an yeah. old VHS, <laughs> and they're all just like gonna go away, and they're all talking about Michael's wasting his time, and he's yeah. like trying to be funny for the camera. Yeah. Oh, man. That does bring to mind that there really are a lot of really funny situations that uh, I've... Like, I believe there's even, like, a subreddit or, like, pitching uh, <laughs> Office episodes uh, for, like, the current, like, if it kept going with Michael. Um, just funny hijinks that you could get into. This would have to be something <laughs> I would have to think about really hard because... I have I've another one while you yeah. think. Maybe this is going too realistic. You know, but I like to think realistic. Real, this is yeah. real. I always wondered how would Michael feel that someone like Steve Carell was famous, but he wasn't. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, oh. You know what? Here's something I always thought about. Uh, uh, for, well, like my first watch through, I was kind of confused. I guess I didn't catch that Jim didn't actually go to Australia. Like he said he was gonna like oh, go to Australia, yeah. but it was all can't. And I was like. Did he go to Australia? For some reason, I didn't catch. And I was just like, what? But there is all those summer. Like, I I think it is with every season that they basically, the idea is they've come back after the summer, like, literally how it would be if you're watching it. So you literally didn't see what happened over the summer. And there is a lot of information that's kind of missing, purposefully, uh, between seasons two and three. So that's kind of a gap that I'd want to see something in. Um. Even though he didn't actually go to Australia. Yes. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. Maybe one day he will. Uh, maybe maybe an episode where Dwight actually does go to... Uh, he does actually go to New Zealand and yes. check out uh, check out Mordor. But, um... Yeah. That would... Uh, but that's not what's going to happen if they reboot it. No. We're not going to be seeing... We're going to see... Um, athlete didn't do well, so they're moving back to Scranton. Yeah, and somehow everybody is moving back. Yes! <laughs> Holly's parents are dead, so Michael didn't yeah. come back. <laughs> <laughs> Michael tripped on the plug that was um, keeping her father alive. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I you know what I think is one of the worst segments of the whole show? Maybe what? my least favorite just I'm like I'm curious now. My least favorite like just 5 minutes of the whole show what? is I'm curious. the opening of season 8. Just the very beginning of season 8, it just yeah. immediately feels like the show is just off. Yeah. Like they're just like, "Hi guys, we're back." <laughs> and it's so weird. Oh, like, and especially when you see like the where is Andy and he goes, "Oh yeah." Oh. Yeah, that part. <laughs> like 
And that's also, I think, maybe one of the first times where they start doing two people at once uh, for the Talking Heads, and I've never liked those. I don't remember that. Uh, they do, I, at that point, like season eight and nine, they do a lot of more than one person for Talking Heads, especially Jim and Pam together. Uh, yeah, I remember Jim and Pam talking at the beginning of season nine. Yeah, but I, at the beginning of season eight, it's Angela and Pam talking. It's uh, oh, yeah. two of them, like they both have babies or something. Like, yeah. I, or they're both pregnant. Or yeah. Is that what it is? Uh, but yeah, there's all the talking heads introducing season eight just feels weird. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just off. I remember watching season nine and there's that awful episode where Andy wants to fire Pete. Yeah. He's with Aaron and Gabe comes back and I'm just like, oh, you left, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I personally, my favorite, I, Gabe in that episode does make me laugh quite a bit. You know what one of my favorite scenes of Gabe is? Yeah, what? I think he's an underrated character in general, but I love when he, uh, Gosh, what season is it in? When he comes, it might even be season eight. Or, I don't know, but he comes in. He's like, uh, he he has like a cupcake, and he's like, uh, happy. Guess whose birthday it is, or something. I don't remember oh, what I he don't says. Remember that? Oh, what is he? He says like, uh, it might have been season eight since I don't remember it. Like it's his birthday, and he just comes in like with like uh, a cupcake. Like he's trying to celebrate his own <laughs> birthday, and then they're just like, God, get out of here, Gabe. <laughs> I don't and remember that. And he just walks that. out all sad. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 kind of a quick moment that I is an underrated moment to me, where he's he, he's just everyone doesn't like him and he's just trying to celebrate his own birthday. But all right, well, yeah, we've gone an hour and some. Yep. Do we want to ask two last questions and we'll save the comedy story for the? Sure. All right, we'll wrap it up. We're wrapping this episode up soon. Our special new segment, which I really like. Yeah. Who knows if we can keep doing it, because, you know, eventually I'll run out of ideas. But, uh, let's Okay. Well, I guess this is um pretty easy. Upcoming movie you are the most pessimistic about. Um, well, geez, uh... I think you. I we, might have a we guess did just what talk, you did. We did just talk about that Slenderman movie. Um, hmm, gosh, I mean, I often have so little faith in so many horror movies, despite liking the genre a lot. <laughs> oh, um, and you know, it's funny because even though they proved me wrong with Annabelle creation, there's still yet another, what is it called? It's like the crooked man or something. Another spinoff of the conjuring. They're just spinning off. Like no one asked for these spinoffs, but. I've I've been proven wrong clearly, man. What do what's your uh, what what's your uh, what, how'd you phrase the question or the most movie pessimistic, pessimistic about? about? Yeah, what's your pessimism? Would you like to guess real quick? Oh man, uh, it's coming out this year. Just, just any time coming soon. Uh, I mean, there's the, the Spider-Man: Homecoming two. Yeah, but that, is that it? Yeah. yeah. I I can I understand <laughs> I understand yeah. I wouldn't be I'm not surprised <laughs> is all I'm saying. All right. Upcoming movie you are the most excited about? Oh, uh, well, I haven't seen Black Panther yet. Does that... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that can count. <laughs> because it is out. Yes. Um, You've heard such wonderful things, even yeah. on this show. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. And I'm also, like, I've, a solo movie always gets me a little more than... Like, I'm more excited for Black Panther than I am for Avengers Infinity War because something about just that first solo movie, it just seems like such a big thing to me. Um... Like it turn like I'm always, I'm always a little pessimistic about super like crossover things. Of course, I was 
super wrong with Civil War because it was amazing and it worked having that many superheroes <laughs> together. But um, like like I've said before, it's just like and also with I said with Spider Man Homecoming, my reaction was like, did they have to have Iron Man in it? Usually it works. I mean, out. I get it for the yeah. first time because we've yeah. been waiting for a while. But yeah, yeah. Even though I'm usually wrong and it ends up being fine, I just am a little more excited for a solo movie going into it than a a, a, a mashup. Uh, so that's that's my most. This excited. almost asked a different question. I asked before: Would you want the this Spider-Man and the MCU continue, or would you want a reboot? Uh, it, well, in, into the Venom yeah, universe. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Would you want a soft reboot where Tom Holland's Spider-Man goes into the Venom universe, or would you still want him in the MCU? Uh, are you saying he would be taken out of the MCU and yeah. be soft rebooted? And he would be he would be taken out of the MCU. No, the soft reboot is no more mention of the Avengers, um, and he now lives in the Venom universe. Uh, that sounds that sounds appealing to me. Um, uh, it would suck to have him not be an Avenger, but at the same time... Well, to be honest, I don't think he should be an Avenger until at least yeah. number f- the fourth movie. He's way too young to be an Avenger. Yeah, that's true. Uh, almost a soft reboot into the Venom universe, and then a complete reboot with a different actor into the MCU would be interesting. That won't happen. Yeah, I, I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I, I know it's not going to happen, but wouldn't I mean, wouldn't that also be kind of what you'd want to see? Yeah. Yeah. To have it... Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, mine is Avengers Infinity War. That's the one yeah. upcoming that I'm most excited about. Although, still worried about Spider-Man, but, you know, excited for Cap. And, of course. I mean, you know, we're having all these characters. It's, in my opinion, by the best filmmakers of the MCU. They made, the, in my opinion, the two best ones, Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Crap. Okay. You know, some of these are so quick that maybe we'll add that one. Okay, what franchise would you reboot? Wow, just just straight up franchise. Straight up, like um, I'm pointing to you. I'm starting over. Well, I mean, we talked forever about the DCU and how that needs rebooting. Do we almost not want to count that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because <laughs> I'd say Batman, um, probably, but uh, I'm almost trying to dig and see like what. Just even just outside of superhero movies, but um, you know these are very hard on the spot. These are very very difficult on the spot because <laughs> because you had time to think about. Yes, it. Yes, I did. <laughs> what this do you is want? Months. What do you want to see rebooted? For not counting the DCEU, I suppose so. Spider Man. Oh well, okay. That that was an easy yes. answer, I guess. <laughs> an easy answer. Um. My I mean, answer could change with Civil War. I yeah, mean, yeah, Infinity could, War, but yeah, prove itself. If it's still the same with the Homecoming sequel, I'd rather have a good solo Spider-Man movie than have him appear in other movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really, I really do like where Marvel is going with most things. It's I don't necessarily. Uh, you know what? I guess this is kind of one of the blasphemous ones. But Iron Man rebooted would be interesting to me. Would you want him, like, reboot in the current continuity? I didn't think about that, but I was just like... Or... I would be interested... Like, I would like to see a solo Iron Man movie starting from the origin story again. 
because you know we've we Iron Man's been built on maybe like the most of any of yeah. the Marvel characters right now. It would be interesting to see another origin story. Did I tell you what my fear is? What? My fear is that in the next Avengers, because you know, actors' contracts are coming up. One of my fears is that instead of just recasting the role, Thanos will do something to explain why the actors look different. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm just like, please don't yeah. do that. Over-explaining sometimes is a bit cheesy. Like, we were fine going from Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Like, just just recast them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. All right, so last question, and we'll wrap up this okay. episode. Okay. All right. Three characters in fiction you wish did not exist and would kill off. Wow. <laughs> you know, you have a lot more negative, like, ideas than they I get, do. They I get think. down. They, they start getting more positive. Yeah. Shazam. Okay. No, I don't. I, I have no reason because I've never, but I just, weird, lame superhero. I yeah. don't know. What's one of yours? One of mine is Olaf from Frozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would like global warming to hit where they live, and he melts and the reindeer eats the nose. Localized warming. Yes. Extremely and, localized. And he's never heard from again. No more hugs. He's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's a good idea. Um, Olaf from Frozen. And I'm trying to uh, extend this. Minions. Minions? Just minions. <laughs> you just like, I'll take them all. <laughs> yeah, everyone. That's not killing off a character. That's genocide. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Get rid of them. <laughs> I can't even understand them. Get rid of them. Yeah. You know, the thing is, I... I, uh, they I, are, I mean, they all are criminals. That's true. They, they all are. They, yes. be, they all need to be put into yes. solitary confinement. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So it's, uh, it's sad how easy it is to... Uh, yeah, like, I don't remember... The original Despicable Me, like being bad or anything, like I, I thought it was fine. I, don't, I saw I don't the really first one, it. and I, I can't tell you what the plot is. I know it's I about a bad guy, yeah. babysitting some kids, but other than that, I don't remember anything about it. But yeah, it's it's very easy to make something atrociously annoying. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like a lot from Frozen. Yes. But. So another mine is Donna Smoke. You don't know who this character I have is. No idea. But on the television show Arrow, we we talked about how under Mark Guggenheim's writing, she's such an unbearable character. But you know who's worse? Her mother. Oh. I can't stand her mother. She is awful. If you were to go on YouTube and watch a clip of her, you'd know what I'm talking about. She's a terrible character. She It's like she's trying to be funny, but she's not. Oh. I just want her gone. Yeah. I, want, I was hoping. You know what? She didn't appear at all in season five. Which is the season where the the they had the Flashpoint storyline, the Flash, and I was hoping that one of the effects would be that she didn't exist, which yeah. would also mean that her daughter didn't exist, and that yeah. would be a plus if it meant that she wasn't going to be written by Guggenheim anymore. But <laughs> no, she came back this season, and God, was it a long, <laughs> horrible scene that she was in? Yikes. <clears throat> I nothing against the actress. She's doing her best, but just a bad character. It's a, it's horribly written, kind of like with uh, 
the Felicity character. She's fine written by other writers, and you can tell the actress is doing the best she's can, she can. But the writing by this by Guggenheim is so painfully bad. Oh, <laughs> he's not a good writer. He's not a good showrunner. Uh, do you do you have another one, or do I need to say another one to time maybe jog your memory? Go go on again. Andy Bernard. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, I feel like Andy, to me, did have a good segment. Like, I, maybe, like, season four, I want to say. Like, there was a part where it was like, this is fine. Yeah. Uh, where he was a little better. I felt like starting season six, when he started getting a bigger role, that's when it started Yeah. going off. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I don't like season six as much, is because you see he starts taking over yeah. after the hangover. And he, it's just... Somehow his performance gets worse yeah. and worse every season. Yeah, I, I uh, in that vein, <clears throat> Robert California. Yes, I, yes. Just God, every episode where he was one of the fo- one of the focuses is why I hate episode uh, season eight so much. Yeah, just anytime he was one of the 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 main, ca- he was sort of like one of the main cast of the show in some of those episodes. A lot of those episodes, it was just. It's just like making a character that is so fundamentally like not doesn't feel like it belongs in that show. Such a big part in the show, it felt so weird. He plays it so dark and serious too. Yeah, I mean, like I like I said before, uh, the thing that rubs me so wrong, which is the opposite of Ultron, because you've never seen Age of Ultron, have you? No. He is so jokey in there that. He is, in my opinion, the worst Marvel villain ever. He is oh. like, he's like, this is a scene where he's just like, ha, huh, look at you, I want to throw up in my mouth. I'm just like... Really weird. It's just like, ugh. Really? I guess Avengers 1 might have been a one-time good thing, and then yeah. Civil War came in, we, I was proven wrong. Yeah. But. Yeah. But yeah, it's almost like... It's almost like... It's so weird when he's like teaching a moral yeah like he has like some like he's trying to teach everyone but it's like you don't want to agree with him like that's the part that feels weird to me is i hate him i don't want to agree with him but it almost feels like the show is trying to get you to agree with him it's so weird yeah okay that's a good choice yeah <laughs> um one last one if you can think of one i said i said three this is there you said the minions robert california oh i really didn't say one before minions no <laughs> Dang. I'm I'm wiped dry. Anyone from Curse the Cowardly Dog you want to kill off. Eustace? Please don't. I love Eustace. All the characters in that show are perfect. Yes. That show is an example of a show that didn't go on too long. Stupid dog! You made <laughs> me look bad! <laughs> uh, if anything, uh, the characters uh, and the adding... Like every every episode, it just had like a new character that was interesting. Yeah. That was kind of the interesting thing about that show. And I'm stalling because I cannot <laughs> think of any idea. Um, I mean, I the, I have other examples in the office. <laughs> I mean, I I don't care for Nelly as a character. Oh, like yeah. completely pointless. Like the it's not it's, it's stunt casting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally just it's not that she's terrible. Like her acting or just like it's just that if she was not in the show, it would be. This, like it's completely a pointless character yeah so there you go there we go for comment section episode 19 yep where we what? basically just talked about the dceu in the office yeah the two things yes and <sighs> you know what i don't think that'll be the last time either 
I would say almost definitely not. Yes. Yep. So, slightly more rabbit hole Yes. a bit. The on-topic trail-off, as happens often in this yes. show. Um, but that's the high, that's the whole idea. Yes. Here. We love the rabbit hole we hold so much that there will soon be a whole episode dedicated to it. As there probably will sometimes be. Yes. Because sometimes on this news podcast... We just don't care anymore. We're just, just like, you know, you're going to listen to whatever we, said we tell you to listen we've to. We've jumped the shark. Yes. Yep. And that means that, as always, we, and we hope that you will too, keep falling down that rabbit hole.